0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Leitman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. You know what I want to do, though? You know who I don't want to be alive anymore? This fruit fly that's flying around my freaking head. I don't know if you saw me. I was I was, I was, was wondering what this was. <laughs> yes, the, I was swatting wildly. Uh, at a fruit fly, we we had grocery delivery for the first time. Well, we didn't do deliver; we did that pickup thing where you just open your trunk and they drop it in kind oh, of. Oh, sure, thing. sure, yeah, yeah. And ever since that, I don't know what it was. Like we bought bananas. It must be the bananas, but we've had fruit flies like freaking crazy.
1: That's crazy. How long? How far in advance did you have to order your groceries?
0: A uh, week and a half.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say our 14 was up here now is like three weeks in advance. I think you have to do now.
0: Well, we're doing downtown and we've been able to do two weeks like what we did. But we also did two weeks on purpose this last time. So the day we picked it up. As soon as the order pickup was done, we ordered again for 2 weeks from now to lock in our spot. Right, right, okay. Okay. So yeah, the the, the initial order has literally like a carton of milk on it and we've been cuz cuz they'll let you add more until I think uh Friday is the last day that we can add to to the order before it it shoots out. Oh, but, ooh,
1: that's smart. So it's like a deposit on your spot. Exactly. That's a that's a clever way to do it there, Mike.
0: Yeah, so we we ordered a thing of milk and then we've added a couple things and we have until the 18th I think before cuz it's the 20th is when we'll do the pickup. So we have until the 18th to do more more adding. I've I've added a couple things. Like I think the orders up to like seven sixty sixty seven 67 dollars or something like that now.
1: Had you done grocery pickups and stuff before prior to all this stuff? Literally the first time
0: and Laura's like I am never not doing this again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we started doing it, I think, December or January. Not for all of them, but for a lot of them. It's pretty handy. But, of course, at that time, you could order it, like, for later that afternoon, not just uh, <laughs> not two or three not weeks in advance. Not two weeks in weeks advance, in advance yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the one thing that I thought was interesting is when it comes to – because I found there was two issues. One was substitutions. Mm-hmm. Was I, I don't mind if they give me substitutions, but more I was having issues was where I had a substitution and it just didn't give me anything.
1: Oh, yep. That happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They just decided, OK, well, we're just going to give you absolutely nothing instead of a substitution. Like you want a bag of potatoes? Well, we could give you this brand of bag of potatoes or we could give you nothing and they choose nothing, you know?
1: <laughs> I think a lot of it depends on how lazy the person picking your, your groceries is. Right. Because sometimes it works out really well in your favor. I ordered blue cheese one time, you know, just like the regular store brand one. It was like supposed to be nine bucks or something. They didn't have it. So instead, I got the $45 version of it, but they're they're guaranteed to sell it for the original price. So I walked away like a bandit. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. The other thing that I that I have an issue with is when it comes to picking certain items. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what they are. For example, cuts of meat. Okay. Like I I can look at a pile of meat and go, that's the kind of steak I get. Right. You know, because I I I just get it over and over again, I know what it looks like. When when it's just the name, I'm like, ah uh. <laughs> So, I definitely ordered a a few things of the wrong meat, but it'll be fine. Like, it'll be a while. Like, this next order of groceries will not have any meat on it because I ordered so much meat by accident because of what I was ordering that (laughs) I I have quite a bit for a while now. So
1: That's what the freezer's for. That's what the freezer's for. It'll stay, you know, for like a year about, so. Yeah,
0: because like I ordered a steak and normally I get these little packs of steaks that have like three or four little cutlets in it, kind of a thing. Right. And I I was looking at it on the website, and it looked like just this small steak. And I'm like, well, it's only one. So, I'll order like two. And then they came, and they were enormous, like the size of my forearm. And I'm like,
1: (laughs) oh, no, okay.
0: Oh, okay. So, I just cut them into smaller chunks. So, I think I added it up. Afterwards, I had enough because I had all of these multiple packs of meat or stuff that I could cut into smaller pieces. And after I, I split it all up or cut it into smaller pieces, I had enough meat for 34 meals. Oh, damn. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so when, when is
0: the barbecue,
1: Mike? That's <laughs> what I want to know.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. The only person who eats meat in this house is me. Yeah. So like that's that's literally, you know, it's going to last a while, you know, especially considering on almost every day I only ever eat meat once. It's It's very, very rare for me to have like, you know, meat at dinner and then like, a sandwich at lunch, kind of. A sure, thing. sure. And unless yeah. I'm back like at a restaurant or something. But, but yeah, so I got, I got a lot of meat. So the next, the next round, I won't end up getting anything like that. But that's not the only thing that's, that's fun and exciting. And, and this is a thing that you, you can't notice unless you're watching the video. Maybe we should start doing the YouTube podcast that I have a fancy new headband. I don't know if you've noticed this.
1: I, I did notice around your head. It's like a bandana almost.
0: Yes. And it's to keep the damn hair out of my eyes because I
1: need a haircut like nobody's business. <laughs> but what gang does white symbolize? That's what I want to know. Because it's not the Bloods or the Crips right now. I know that.
0: No, no. The The color that I'm wearing is I raided my wife's drawer with hair elastics in it. And this was the thing that didn't make me look stupid enough, you know?
1: <laughs> well, let's not go that far. Well, okay. <laughs> it's
0: definitely a lot less stupid looking than the front ponytail. That's for sure. That's that <laughs> that's was something true. that I tried out, and that was yeah. not good looking at all. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, and then also another fun thing that uh, this is the last time that you'll see me. You'll see me, Chris, because no one else will see see me in this old ass IKEA desk chair.
1: So, you've, you've upgraded, Mike. You plunked down the money and you, you're getting a new super powerful make you better at life chair?
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're going to be in this for the long haul. Okay. This whole quarantine situation and I work from home. And and the thing I've noticed about this chair is this chair I bought 11 years ago because I bought it right before I started dating Laura. Right. And our 10-year together anniversary, like our tenth, our first date, 10-year anniversary was last week. So this is at least an 11 year old chair. So it's, it's, it''s seen its fair share of time. like the the, the spring, I don't know if the shocks, I don't know what the right word is. My chair starts to, to fall down. It doesn't stay where I set it to. The hydraulics are crapping out in my chair. So when I was working from home one day a week, it wasn't really a big deal. but now that I work from home every day, it's it's kind of like, okay, this chair needs to be upgraded. So so I got myself a new chair. It is, uh, got some racing stripes on it. Although I, I was not originally intending to get racing stripes on it. <laughs> it is a it, it is a gamer style like a gaming style office chair so to speak. I just wanted something that was ergonomic and would be comfortable and I found like a nice black chair, but the only way I could get it was if I went to the store and picked it up and I'm definitely not doing that anytime soon. Right. So so I I went for the delivery option and the only colors that were available were well, not, black was not one of the options, so I, I went with blue because I felt blue matches my own style better than red or white. So,
1: yeah, I think it's going to look pretty cool in your in your room there, Mike. Hopefully, it hopefully it. A- cradles the ass real nice you know <laughs> well
0: that's the important thing what yeah. i really wanted to do is actually not fall down like with my hydraulic situation <laughs> that's what i really needed to do is is that more than anything
1: yeah well i think we can safely say that this chair will will handle that part of its responsibility quite well i mean let's hope i've got i have forgot <laughs> to expect otherwise she's getting returned right away right yes this is true i mean i i have like a
0: like i'm at the point now where I, I should be upgrading uh, some of the items around my, my office to, to kind of make it a little bit easier to, to do work. Yeah. My, my keyboard is from 2011, 2012, around there, and it's seen better days as well. Right, it's, right. Uh, it's, it's gotten to the point now where I'm running emails and, and certain button presses don't catch
1: right or or you press it once and then the e appears like six times on the uh, on the email yeah,
0: yeah yeah fun things like that so i think i'm in the market for a new keyboard but wouldn't you know it keyboards are sold out everywhere
1: <laughs> <laughs> they sure are yeah well everything is you can't you can't buy anything and it's going to be like a month down the road even if you do find one that you want but that's the
0: thing it was like may 30th was the suit like I, I, I think that was on amazon i saw they were telling me may 30th was the soonest i could get just a wired keyboard yeah, just a basic, like, Amazon Basics
1: version or whatever it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or they're selling, or everybody's selling them for way more than they would. Like, there was, like, a Microsoft one that's 20 bucks everywhere else, but Amazon has it in stock for $40, you know, that kind right, of thing. Yes,
1: a little bit of profiteering, as, as we all like to do. Well, well, Mike, it's too bad you don't know somebody who likes computers and stuff, because, you know... In that box right there, there's like seven keyboards. <laughs> 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 but but what I would suggest, Mike, is you've got to go mechanical keyboard. Oh, really? You, you have to. I mean, we'll, we'll pull the wool back. We talked about this a little bit before the podcast, too. And you were saying that you wanted to get wrist guard or uh, not wrist guards, like the wrist rests.
0: Yeah, for yeah. For your
1: keyboard. But I would actually say that a mechanical keyboard will do much more for your wrists than anything else because the big difference is mechanical keyboards require very little uh, downward force in order to activate the key. So, for somebody like me, I'm on the computer all the time and I dealt with a lot of uh, Guitar Hero related tendonitis issues in my wrists and in my (laughs) forearms. And when I switched to mechanical keyboards, they've all not, I want to say fully gone away because it'll always be there, but doesn't bother me at all anymore. So I I would suggest plunking down the extra little bit of money and and looking at something like that. Interesting.
0: I don't know. Maybe if you have some recommendations for me, because I tend to buy the name brand that I know that's the cheapest. (laughs) So so (laughs) I'm kind of like Logitech. I know that brand. How cheap is theirs? You know, Logitech's
1: good. Corsair's good. I mean, mechanical keyboards, you can get good cheap. I guess off-brand keyboards, and they're all pretty good. Like fifty bucks, sixty bucks, you will get something that'll work nice. Plus, you get that clickety-clack sound, Mike. If you go for like the cherry blue switches, and I won't bore you with the super nerdy (laughs) stuff, but it'll piss off anyone who you share the office with. Let me tell you.
0: Well, I have, I have a wife who I'm currently sharing the office with,
1: and I know if you buy cherry blues, Mike. You won't have a wife for much longer. <laughs> but you get cherry browns, they'll be real nice.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I know that this is another thing, too, that we're starting to discover when it comes to sharing an office space. Is Laura doesn't have as much wrist space, I guess. is Her desk has also got my laptop on it. Our laptops are back-to-back at the moment. Right. So... She, because of that, she doesn't really have the space for a keyboard. She actually brought a keyboard that she uses from work home. And it's one of those, like, Microsoft weird ones. It's like a wave and there's, like, a big space in the middle
1: of the keyboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know those ones you're talking about. Like the the old, the kind of original ergonomic ones. Yeah.
0: And she's like, I really like this keyboard, but I can't use it because it's too big. It won't fit on this desk. So now mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out a way to make it easier for, for the wife to use her keyboard with when i'm you know around and not around cuz she's like you know if you're not around you should just move your laptop and then i can put my laptop there kind of a thing right which i mean is is pretty fair and i i don't mind doing that to her but to, well for her i mean but if to have a more permanent solution that's a lot easier for her would be substantially better i'm i'm debating about getting maybe one of those stands that you put your laptop on so that it's like because i don't use the keyboard on my laptop so i could stand it up higher so that it's more in line with with uh with my monitor situation kind of thing how many, you know how how many I'm monitors about.
1: do you have like for you i i know you've got three but like what's your allocation here i got two in front of me yeah
0: two like 21 inch monitors are in front sure. of me and then i have the laptop off to my right now the issue is is Based on the way that things got moved around, because originally there used to be this antique there that was right there. Yeah. And it was in line with the other monitors, and it was this nice flowing, you know, command center, kind of a U-shape of the monitors. It was beautiful. You could look in any direction, and there'd be monitors. Well, now there's this enormous gap in between my monitor and the laptop, because the laptop is so much off to the side. Right. So... I don't know, maybe that's what I need is one of those things you stick the laptop on and it stands it up and then But do you actually do you actually use three monitors though? Sometimes. Not now, currently,
1: because the one is too far off to the side. I just oh, I was gonna say you could you could just close your laptop and just have it power your two external monitors. That would work. I think mine goes to sleep. Oh you can turn that off, Mike. Uh okay. Yeah. There you go, or or you could be really cool and your two twenty one inches. You raise them up six inches or eight inches. Put that monitor on the bottom with the two big boys on the top. Oh, that would look pretty
0: sweet. <laughs> Probably
1: <laughs> they'd have
0: to be really high up though, you know. And yeah, and then I'd be like arcing my neck back to, to work on the, cause it because my my laptop is rather tall. So
1: oh, okay, okay,
0: yeah. It's a it's a fancy MSI gaming laptop that basically. They bought it for me because it's like you do a lot of audio processing. So you need something with some processing power. So they bought me this gaming laptop, which has like LED keyboard lights and stuff like that, (laughs) which I definitely do not need. But it's pretty, you know.
1: No, You're right. I've always, you know, this is not a, a bash on your computer, but a lot of laptops have the backlit keyboards. You know, even just sort of your straight up MacBooks or, you know, whatever the cheapo keyboards. But I've never understood Why? Because you've got this big, giant, glowing rectangle two inches from the keyboard that lights up the keys. You know, why do you need backlight and the, the the monitor itself lighting up the keys?
0: Maybe some people are just blind. I know that sometimes I, like, in this case, the keyboard that is in front of me, my crap POS keyboard that I need to replace... That one is not any sort of light-up keyboard, and I find that if I'm in the dark in this room and typing, I can't make out some of yeah, the keys. Yeah,
1: sure. In that situation, I, I, I completely agree. But I'm like for a laptop, like when it's it's attached. right there. Yeah, the attached keyboard. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And did you know that that backlight sucks up a ton of your battery life? If you have bad battery life on your laptop, turn off that backlight keyboard, you'll probably get an extra 30 or 40% of battery life on your computer.
0: So maybe I shouldn't have mine because as I said, it's an LED one. Yeah. So mine it like what is the pattern? It's waves. So oh. it like changes <laughs> colors as it goes along. Well, that's you know? true.
1: Our RGB does make the computer go faster. I
0: mean, the whole reason the whole reason I do that is just because one of my coworkers, he's got the he's at the same laptop, yeah. but an earlier version that does not have the RGB stuff.
1: Oh, okay. So okay.
0: I just do it to taunt him. Cause he's like, I wish I could do that, and I'm like, Well, yeah, watch this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you seen the keyboards where you press the letter and then like, the, like the colors like explode away from the letter? No, oh, that sounds maybe if your next laptop get one of those ones. <laughs> that
0: sounds frivolous and dumb. Oh but, yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no.
0: So me, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to look up a mechanical keyboard and send it your way. And and do all these other things to try and make my office life a little more bearable for me and now my new co worker sharing area, mm-hmm. buddy, wife. So, otherwise, our other cohabitation partner, our son, this is a lot of fun going on there with that kid as of late. Oh, yeah. Oh, today was just one of those days where you're just like, oh, I love you, but I don't love you today.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> is know? this fun or is this quote unquote fun? Oh, uh, it was, it was, it was. <laughs> It's one
0: of those days where you're like you're like man if I told any of my coworkers about today they'd be like that's why I'll never have kids you know like just yeah. he was just fussy about absolutely everything and like wrecking everything that like William I've told you the stories before about William and how he's he just likes to step on books and like grab things and stuff like he's like whipping things around because he's upset and it's just like ah oh, I just I just don't want to be around you today, but I have to be because I'm trapped here. Yeah, they're and testing
1: the boundaries and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's been fun. But I like, you know what? It's, it's, they're not all bad days. There's There's been good days. There's been some interesting days. Yeah. But there's been a lot of things going on with William that have, have been just wacky. Wacky? Remember the other day when we were talking and I told you that we're weaning him off soothers? Yes, okay. So the other day, I put him in his crib because it was I, – I ended up being like, okay, you know what? I'm going to put him down for his – because it was Friday. It was Good Friday, right? Right. So, I'm like, I'm off. Laura's still got to work. Let's try and see what happens when we put him to nap without a soother. So, I give him his – because we've, what we've done is we've moved him down to one soother and a stuffed animal. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's been going really well. So, he has – I give him a stuffed animal. Is the, uh, the stuffed animal is a small bear named Lullaby, and he loves Lullaby. Coco, old news. I was going to say, what happened to Coco? <laughs> yeah, old news. No one likes Coco. Anymore.
1: He's in the garbage now. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, Lullaby, Lullaby. He, I put him in bed with Lullaby, and he's nothing but giggles and, and, and like, hee And I'm like, okay, buddy, time for bed. And I turn off the light, and he's all giggles and hugging Lullaby, and that door closes. And no sooner does that door close does he start screaming because he does not have a soother?
1: Right, right. And
0: I'm like, oh, is it going to be this bad? Like, is he going to tire himself out? And and he just was screaming so badly. And I'm watching him on the camera. He literally gets up, le- like waddles over to where the camera is and starts screaming into the camera. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe... Maybe I should go give him a soother because I don't think this is going to go the way I want it to go.
1: <laughs> well, it might be some, might be like a tough love scenario, right? Maybe. Yeah. But I'm
0: not willing to try this. He's screaming that badly that I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to let him go. So I go in there. I've been gone maybe two minutes, two minutes. And I'm like, he pooped. He screamed so hard, he shit himself. nice because he was so upset about the soother and i know that he didn't poop before because i had just changed his diaper he had a nice fresh diaper and then i put him down and then he got up and normally when william poops you know because he stops and goes "Mm," you know like the poop face happens and then it's like oh i smell the poop he just got up screamed and then i went in and it was like wow you screamed so hard you pooped (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, maybe he maybe he pooped and then started screaming. And it was just that brief moment when you had your back turned or something. That right? that
0: second where I closed the yeah, door. Yeah, it
1: could have been quick. Could have been quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not, with the, not with the amount of poop that was in there. Yeah, it was not yeah. quick. But yeah, I screamed so he got his soother back. I changed him and I put him down out immediately. It was like <laughs> it was But on the plus side of the battle against the Soother. At night, because at night he was still getting two th- soothers, we've we've weaned him down to one soother and, and stuffed animal for bed.
1: Okay, so I wanna I want to ask you about this, Mike, because in my mind, soother versus no soother or whatever, weaning is like a binary thing. He's either has a soother or he doesn't. Like, what does weaning from four to two to one do? Like, what's the logic there?
0: Well, the thing is currently what happens is if he's got a bunch. Yeah. As soon as he loses one, he gets another one. Okay. Like immediately. So he's not upset because he always has a soother kind of Oh, a thing. okay. So it's more like
1: he either has one in arm's reach and now you've made them a little bit further apart kind of deal. Okay.
0: Kind of thing. Yeah. All and right, now he right. has now he's got no safety net. Right. if he dropped if he loses that soother which he has done yeah he's lost the because that we we've like i said we've started doing this overnight now he lost a soother in the middle of the night and then he woke up and got upset and we had to get up and give him a soother on on an old four soother a night he would just grab a new soother and go back to sleep right so okay
1: all right now that makes more sense because that's what i was trying to figure out it's like well how do you wean him off of it if he still has one? But now I understand where yeah. we're going with all this yeah. stuff. Okay. So, so the
0: plan is to get him to know Susan soon. Right. But, but the other day it was like, nope, this is not a good test case. <laughs> we will try again when he is in a better mood.
1: Yeah. So. No, that makes sense. It makes sense.
0: But that's uh, that's one thing. William has entered the helping phase as well. Oh, good. Yes. So he helps with the dishes. Okay. You know, so it's we basically take the very sharp knives out and then he just grabs everything out and hands them to us. Everything, mm-hmm. like literally everything. He grabs it and hands it to us. But he doesn't like try to take it where it's supposed to go. He just picks he stands in front of the dishwasher, picks it up and holds it until one of us takes it from. Right. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's what Ben does. The same thing. Yeah. So he's been doing that. Another thing that he's been doing that helps isn't really helping. Okay. But he thinks it's helping. What is it? So, William was getting into the cat food dishes. So, we just started taking them and putting them on the counter when he was around so that he couldn't get into them. Well, now, he thinks that's where they go. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, if he sees the cat dishes on the floor, he will pick them up and try to put them on the counter, which usually means that he's going to dump them out onto the floor. Right,
1: yes, yeah. You
0: know? So, we have to, like, take them from him. Before he gets to that point. So he's all like, Oh, the cat dishes and starts. To, so now the cats don't have food as available as it once was because we constantly have to take it away from William. So now I'm starting to worry that the cats aren't eating as much because they, they lose their, what their like, you know, their source of food that they would go to throughout the day and snack. Cause right, he, William, okay. William it has to be taken away from William. And, and, and again, he thinks he's helping, but he's not helping. Yeah, like a perfect thing is—is is Dante has been a little constipated lately? Okay, because of the quarantine situation, we we get a specific cat food. Like we have always gotten a special fiber-based cat food because Kratos got really constipated once, and they're like, "You know, he needs to be on this, or he's going to get stuck sure, up yeah, it'll and, happen and, again." Yeah, exactly. So we've been on this forever. Well, because of the quarantine situation, the last time that we were able to pick up kibble for them, they only had the small bag. So, we bought another bag of a different kind off of Amazon and have been supplementing it with this. Well, apparently, even doing just this little bit of extra kibble has backed up Dante. Uh Uh-oh and he's been having a bad time so he's not been eating 100% as of late so we've been doing whatever we can to get dante to eat like we find that he doesn't like if his food is cold which is just like he's the pickiest <laughs> damn cat in the freaking world This is
1: so opposite from my cat
0: <laughs> the, yeah like the other two the other two cats you could shit on a plate and give it to them and they'd be like no 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 no
1: yeah that's right yeah you know yeah.
0: and but this guy like Oh, it, it's slightly cold. Don't want it. You know, right. like like if he if he knocks it off his food dish under the floor, he won't
1: touch it. Is was he the first cat? He's the he was the second cat. The second, I couldn't remember if, if Kratos or Dante was the the first yeah. one. Yeah, okay. Kratos
0: was the first one. Kratos is scarf and barf. Yeah, Dante is the one who's really picky, and Hudson is a black hole. He will eat everything, and there's nothing you can do to stop him. Nice. And I don't know how he's not like super fat because he eats way more than Kratos does. And Kratos
1: is fat. <laughs> so. <laughs> Good metabolism, I guess, right? I
0: guess so. Yeah. That kitten metabolism. Sooner or later, it's going to cut out because he's, yeah. he's only two years old right now, right? So anyway, Dante, his food is too cold. So we've been adding warm water to it to warm it up. And tonight we gave it to him and he didn't eat it. And then he left because we're like, oh, come on. You, like, you, you picky cat. Why won't you eat this wet food that's even more wet because we added warm water to it? So, he leaves. And then William comes strolling up and he sees the food dish on the floor. And he's like, oh, I'm going to help. And he picks it up and dumps all of the, the cat food that's wet. You know, nice. like it's water <laughs> all over the floor. And I'm like, oh, God. So, I, I grabbed the plate from him. And I put it on the counter and I turn around and then he's standing in the wet food that he's put on the floor. And I'm like, no, don't step in it. So, he sits in it. And I'm like, oh, don't Uh, sit in the wet food. Even worse. (laughs) So, yeah. So, William has been
1: helping, but he's not helping very well. Right, right, right. Yeah, kids, they're great.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. I don't know about you. How's uh, Ben been doing?
1: I was gonna say sometimes Ben does like that, the sort of like bad helping thing, and it's just like, do we want another one? I don't <laughs> even know anymore. <laughs> I <laughs> but, don't even uh, want this one. Yeah, that's right. We can hardly <laughs> control this version. Yeah, but no, he's been uh, he's been very busy today, and and not in like a bad way. He's actually been good busy. We bought him some. Like, I'm going to call them foam blocks. You know what? You'd go to, like, a a gymnasium, like, where you do gymnastics and stuff, and they got, like, the little ramps, and they've got, like, the, I don't know, the things you'd climb all over, and there's, like, arches and all that type of crap.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've seen them in a Snapchat. That yeah, you've they're, seen. like,
1: play blocks. It's not like when you jump into, like, the foam pit. It's, like, you'd crawl on them and stuff. Right. Anyway, we bought him a, a set of those, and he loves them. Um, it's been keeping him very entertained. He likes stacking them and bowling them over. He likes to walk all over them. He likes to do everything. So they've been an excellent choice. So definitely, when William gets uh, a little bit more bored, maybe <laughs> it'd be well worth a, a pickup. That's for sure. Uh, we've been doing a little bit more like educational stuff too. Flashcards. He is big time into flashcards now. So, more or less with every single meal, we kind of run through his, you know, A through Z and, you know, A has an apple on it. So, he gets super excited to say the word apple and bird and cats and all that type of stuff. So, that's been kind of fun. What else has he been doing? He's been stacking the cat food. So, we buy canned cat food in addition to the dry stuff. But the the canned stuff, I've moved out of the cupboard and it's now sort of on this visible tray in the kitchen. And he watched me stack it up there. And ever since then, he's been absolutely obsessed. But what he'll do is he'll take one can at a time, off the shelf, put it on the floor. Then go back and get the next one off the shelf, put it on the floor, until he's got this cat food tower about 30 cans high. And then when he gets to the top, he cheers and then puts it all back and basically rinse and repeat for, you know, 10, 15 minutes until he gets really bored. So, I mean, I guess it's impressive, you know, that he can build a tower that's taller than him, but you know i i would get bored of that after a while how often does he like push it down oh uh, no he doesn't push this one down he is he is a demolition expert at everything but the cat food tower no that's a delicate like diffusing a bomb kind of process <laughs> so i i i don't know why this sort of gets like the, you know the velvet glove treatment and everything else in the house doesn't but uh yeah, I don't know. He hasn't opened one up by accident or anything. So, so far, so good. Maybe he knows that it's for Kitty. Well, he does meow. He meows when he sees the cat <laughs> on the can, right? So, he's like, meow, meow. It's like, yes, that's right.
0: It's for the good cat. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Who needs flashcards? You have cans of cat food.
1: Yeah, that's right. He only learns one thing. Yeah, low fat and Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> and You're then, kinda- of course, we had, uh, we had Easter this weekend. We did the the egg hunt, which he absolutely loved. He was all about finding those eggs in the living room. So, we, uh, we kept all our egg stuff just in the one room and we put them fairly obvious. Like, here, it's literally on the sofa cushion and it's literally on the table and that kind of stuff. But he, you know, as soon as he kind of figured out that, oh, I'm supposed to find these, he was all over it. He was running around the whole room and Doing lots of like wows and whoa, you know, like that kind of stuff. And he opened it up. We put like little Hot Wheels cars in them instead of candy. And he popped one your, open your the first time. Your wife works
0: at a candy
1: factory. <laughs> <laughs> He's a year and a half old. Probably Who cares? shouldn't be pounding back too much chocolate. Get him all sugared up. All right. You try that with William. <laughs> we'll no. See how that works no. for you.
0: William gets the only sugar William gets is like we'll eat an Oreo. Right. And, like, we'll, like, break off, like, the tiniest piece of the Oreo and then scoop it through the cream and then give it to him. (laughs) That's all he gets.
1: We we give uh, Ben, we'll give him a cookie now and then, or uh, Tiff makes their vegan cupcakes, but they basically taste like a pancake with icing. So, he'll get one of those every now and then. But other than that, we try to control the dessert a little bit. You know, special occasion, he gets some stuff now and then, but but anyway, yeah, Easter was a big success. Did you guys do Easter hunt and that kind of stuff?
0: Nothing. We did no, absolutely no. nothing. It was very, like, it snuck up on us quite a bit. Right, okay. Like, I didn't realize that Good Friday was Good Friday until, like, do you remember how we, we played our games night where we, we threw a game up on the on the old uh, video chat and played a game yep. together? Well, I did that. I organized that gaming night for my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And my boss was there and he's like, see you guys Monday. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, and never, everyone was like, it's a Good Friday tomorrow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> you do lose track of time for sure. Yeah. It was very much like, oh, wow. Okay. We, we definitely are in that. It's, it's Good Friday now. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, we know we, the, the most we did for Sunday was we, or for Easter, rather, we, we took a photo of William in a pastel outfit. Holding a, a bunny rabbit, and then we're like, Happy Easter! Uh we planned this, <laughs> you know.
1: Like- <laughs> yeah, we definitely didn't forget. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. No, well, that's but- that's good. And then, Mike, we talked about it last week, but I took the plunge. I finally deleted Facebook off of my phone.
0: Oh, look at that.
1: Yeah, I had to. I had to. There was a lot of like Bill Gates is trying to poison the world with this COVID 19 thing that of course he developed on his own you know and i was like this is just the stupidest crap i have to get rid of facebook now <laughs> that, that's what pushed me over the edge i just, I just couldn't handle it anymore bill
0: gates is the mastermind eh
1: yeah that's right and i tried i commented and they're like well you have to you're just you know a sheep following all this other crap's so like oh dear god all right i'm done i'm done i can't handle this anymore I saw a thing on Reddit today that made me almost take Reddit
0: off, which was there's a, a documentary, apparently, that's streaming on YouTube. And it's about how the CIA secretly controls Hollywood and everything that we watch is specifically designed to keep us, like, under control. and right, placated. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But
1: o- only these geniuses who figured out we're living in the Matrix and stuff you know who also just happen to be some of the dumbest people on our facebook friends list? yeah, that's right. that they're the ones who figured it out.
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, no. so so yeah, how's it been? have you have you found yourself free, free well, of all It's only been like
1: 5 hours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but so far so good, Mike. So far so good. I did keep the messenger app. That's how we communicated earlier. But yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be for the best. It, it was strongly recommended from Tiff that I take the plunge. Yeah, because it was affecting, it was affecting my day to day life. So I was like, okay, you're right. I should get rid of this. You were
0: just like sitting there, like during dinner, like, God, they're so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> pretty
1: much. Pretty much. I would just sit there and just dwell on it. It's like. <laughs> Like how dumb are they? Why would you patent a doomsday weapon and then come up with the cure and be like, look at me, don't sue me because I patented this the Death Star, right? Like, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. How any of this lines up, I don't understand. But I will not turn this into a conspiracy podcast, Mike, because that would be stupid.
0: Well, it's funny because you you'll have to let us know. You'll have to let us know how it goes. I will. But in that same discussion about you getting rid of Facebook, you'll recall that I mentioned that I'm really bad at keeping up with people on social media and, and text chat. Right. I messaged somebody the other day because I saw something that was exciting and I was like, hey, what did you see this? And they responded with, yeah, you are really bad at texting people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Okay, we're going to go right there. But but they they didn't even comment on the thing that I sent to them to be like yeah. to just see this. But at
1: least we know they listen to the podcast. And that's, that's really true. the important part. You know, your friendship, whatever you know. Yeah, especially
0: since <laughs> listenership is way down, right? As as long as we know that someone is,
1: listening. yeah, that's right. It's not just us, you know. proofing it afterwards, no,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't matter if if the, he responded to the story I was I was sending him. Which, if you'd like to know the story, I was trying I would to like send to know, him, mate. It is actually the big thing that I wanted to talk about this week because once again, it's been a pretty slow week for for news that I saw, but but this last week we've been kind of following. The last month or so, the, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox stuff and all of the things that they have they've been developing in that camp. And if you recall, there wasn't really anything from Sony. They had that presentation where they're like, here's all the teraflops and what the SSD does. And people weren't overly impressed. They were like, show us the console. Show us the controller. Give us something to care about.
1: The artistry here, Mike, is fantastic. i just going to tell you. The showmanship, the showmanship. Like, yeah, my God, I am, I am drawn in right now.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should switch to YouTube. <laughs> but what, what they they were waiting for? Something finally dropped, and and Sony dropped the PlayStation Five controller, and it was very mixed, I will say, in the results. And it also came out of a of a way like it came from a place that no one was expecting. Because after four systems of having a controller called the Dual Shock, I think everyone was very, very much assuming that it was going to be called the Dual Shock 5. But that's not what it's called at all. It is called the DualSense. Dual Sense. Dual Sense. Dual Sense. Now the Dual Sense has Some very interesting differences about it, and some of them were things that people really didn't like. Like, I don't know if you saw, it has a two-tone design. It is mostly white with black accents.
1: I actually thought it looked pretty badass. I I, Of all the PlayStation controllers, it's my favorite. I think it looks really cool. There's a serious amount cuz I don't know if I
0: assume you're not on many gaming reddits if you're on many at all but I'm on like every PlayStation subreddit. I'm on PlayStation, PSX, PS2, 3, 4, 5, sure, okay. Yeah. 6, which is really funny because everybody hates 6 because they picked they wrote PS in lower capitalization and you can't change that and everyone's like you screwed it up, you know? So <laughs> so anyway, but the PS5 The PS5 subreddit is full of people who are redesigning the controller to look better. Like, it's because people are so upset with how... So,
1: what's the big problem with most of it? Is it because it's two-tone?
0: I think it's not black. Like, every PlayStation system since two has been black. So, I think more people are like, well, why is it... Like, that's the thing. Black is the number one color design that you see people post. And if it's not black, it's black with with highlight. Because the thing that's interesting about this new design is the buttons aren't colored. Like every version of the PlayStation controller, the buttons are colored.
1: Square is is pink. Blue. I think it was square's is blue, isn't it?
0: No, square's pink. Oh, no. X is X is blue or purple, depending on who you are. You there's there's some interesting colors. Sure, triangle anyway, it, doesn't, it doesn't. Triangle matter, is yeah. green and circle is orange or red. It's something to those degrees they're not exactly you know red orange blue that kind of shit sure anyway the dual sense controller it's the same symbols but it's not colored like it's the the buttons are white with gray symbols on them Mm -hmm. so no colors so it's all just black and white with a with a actually there's a there's a light up there's an LED light up on it. If you remember, the, the DualShock 4 had a big LED on the back of them. Well, now they've simplified that and there's a little bit of a a trim line that goes around the touchpad now. Right. That's where the new LED colors are. So so that's really the only color to it. But there are a billion redesigns that people have done where it's like, look at it. Isn't it better if it's black? Isn't it better if it's it's blue or whatever? And I mean, you know what? The two-tone stuff is neat. Like I like the two-tone stuff. It, even the white, like the white looks good. I mean, a perfect example right here. This is the this is the DualShock 4 controller that I use for like Bluetooth and stuff. Like when I'm using remote play on my computer or when i'm using bluetooth to use the switch i use this dual shock and if you look it's two-tone it's blue and black and it's i think it's super sharp i think it looks nice yeah yeah so i don't i don't see why people have an issue with the two-tone color i don't know if it's the white that's the issue or what but people are really having issues with that but forget it let's not talk about that sure okay let's move on let's talk about other things about it that people hate. <laughs> okay, let's, let's hear it, yeah. People are saying that it looks too much like an Xbox controller.
1: Wow. I mean, okay, I'll give it to them a little bit. It's a little bit more rounded than a PS4. But again, who cares? Like, does it feel good in the hand? That's all that
0: matters. I think what they're really going for is the ergonomic shape. And I mean... Everybody, you could be saying that maybe they copied the Switch, because the Switch's controller looks like that, too. But then, you know, nobody's saying that, you know? But there's other third, there's tons of controllers that have that kind of a, more of a flat shape. Because that's the thing about Sony's controllers, is their, their shoulder buttons have been more raised. Well, this is the first time that I would say that they are flat and parallel with the the top of the controller. Yeah. So like like even the Stadia controller actually has the flat buttons to the same degree. They're keeping the 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 same stick placement. They're not doing the asymmetrical sticks where people are like if you're going to steal from the Xbox, you might as well steal the sticks cuz that's the best part. I I don't know. I I think you said that you like the asymmetrical sticks, but I personally I like the sticks that are symmetrical.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do like the asymmetrical. I think I had said before, the the Xbox 360 controller is the one I use for my computer, and I'm a big fan of it because I find, for me, if I press up, it just feels more natural. But why wouldn't they do both? You know, it'd be kind of cool to have like the traditional PS one where it's, like, it's side by side, but then have the alternate one where it's like asymmetrical. Yeah. Maybe there's like a patent or something stopping it, but I can't imagine. There are pro
0: versions, like pro controllers that have the asymmetrical sticks. Yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously not something that says they can't use it. I mean, Nintendo uses asymmetrical sticks. Yeah, I suppose as well. That's right. Yeah. You know, there's nothing really that's like Xbox owns asymmetrical sticks. (laughs) You know, (laughs) something like that. But. But those are the things that people are like, I hate it. But there's, there's some new interesting things about it that we can, that we can talk about that yeah. I think are, are really neat. So we're from here on out positivity to do with the controller. But it has the new light bar, as I've said, where it's not as in your face as the old one was rechargeable battery, which is great because the Xbox still uses double A's for some reason, but it's got rechargeable battery, which most play all like every PlayStation Wireless controllers had a rechargeable battery. But this one, USB C.
1: Finally. Yes. Finally. I am so yes. tired of micro USB, the worst plug in the history of plugs. Yes. So
0: USB C I'm pretty happy about. It has a built in microphone, so you don't need to have headphones plugged into it if you want to have chat going on with people. That's a good idea. Yeah, the one thing I th- think is really funny that people keep saying things like, "So you're gonna have a microphone that's gonna be near my crotch? Everyone's gonna hear my farts? <laughs> maybe they have good sound canceling. I, I maybe who knows? May- who knows? They, they they have said like the actual designer of the controller. This wasn't announced in the in the announcement, but the designer of the controller. Somebody asked them if it had a headphone jack like the DualShock 4 does and he's like yes it does so you can still use wired headphones and a wired mic if you would prefer to go that route it has haptic feedback which differs from the the sh- the motion sh- shock that we have now the, the, i don't know if you know how this works but basically the the current vibration how it works in our controllers are there there's two motors inside the controllers and they spin one is big and one is little and one of them will spin or the the big one will spin the little one will spin or they'll both spin and that's basically the three you know levels of yeah sensitivity low,
1: medium high that's
0: about all it is yeah. yes so this is there, there's more spots on the controller where it can rumble and and it can rumble a lot smarter. So the idea behind it is if, if you're doing something, it'll, it'll feel more like that kind of a thing. I'm trying to think of a, an example that well, they gave. I
1: mean, if you want, not just for gaming, but, um, iPhones, iPhones from the six, seven and eight before they got rid of the home button, the button itself was a haptic feedback button because if you turn your phone off and you try to press it, it doesn't depress in any way. Whereas if you have the phone on and you press it, it feels like you're pressing the button down. So it's that same technology, which is it's very cool that the gaming system has that now, because I could see some really interesting technologies come out of it and and immersiveness, right? I
0: remember the example now. The example that was given was driving from one surface to another and how it felt differently. Yeah. So driving from a paved surface onto just dirt. Was a different sensation, and it was noticeably different. It wasn't
1: just like, oh, this is the same thing, but less. No, they said it's just a, it's a, just a single haptic feedback area, or is it? It's along the handles or something like that. Apparently, it's like all over the entire controller. Yeah, so because then what you could potentially do is let's play. You're, you're saying you're playing a shooter or something, and you get shot from the right side. Well, only the right part of the controller buzzes right, right rather than the entire controller. I think it's cool. That was the part that I saw that was the most intriguing to me.
0: One thing that I saw that I, I think is really interesting is the adaptive triggers. And so basically depending on what you're using the trigger for, it will change the feedback I guess you get on on using the, the trigger. like an example that they gave was pulling a bowstring would feel different. Than say pulling the trigger of a gun, like how it would feel when oh, you're using it on the controller, the amount of pressure you have to put on it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Stuff like that. It sounds really neat, and it sounds like it's a lot more immersive. Like that's the thing, because we're in we're at a moment where graphics aren't going to get that much better. Like we're going to have better lighting, and really, that's about it.
1: You know, yeah, I, I agree with you.
0: I totally so agree. so th- how we're going to be in next generation mode is by adding other ways and sony is banking on better audio and better sensation when it comes to how the controller feels in your hands and there was actually a guy pete Hines, who works at bethesda had something really cool to say let me see if i can pull this up because i had i just saw it a second ago he said i've gotten to try the haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers and i was very impressed i think that the games are going to do some really cool things with them so developers are saying that this stuff is really neat so hopefully hopefully it's something cool that we see because i mean the touchpad on the dualshock 4 was an interesting idea it's just nobody did anything with it it just became a really big select button
1: yeah you're right you're right but it was probably you know to the what you were saying before the developers probably saw it and was like okay you know they weren't they weren't enthused about it. Whereas this whole haptic feedback and the the pressure stuff sounds like something they'd be excited about, and which means to more innovation and that kind of stuff, or leads to more. I mean,
0: and one thing that they've talked about that was introduced on the previous controller was the share button, where you push the button and you can take screenshots from your game, and or you can share video from your game. Well, they scrapped it; it's gone. No more share button. Right. But they've replaced it with a create button. Ooh, different. Now, do you want to know what the create button does? (laughs) Virtually
1: the same thing? (laughs) I don't know.
0: They haven't announced what the create button does. Oh, okay. So so they said that they're going to come back and they're going to talk about it some more later. One thing that was disappointing that I was hoping to hear, that, if you remember, we talked a couple episodes ago where there's the back attachment that goes on to the DualShock 4 that adds the extra back buttons that you find on like And how people were thinking that this was an ambush PlayStation 5 thing. Mm -hmm. Well, they did not announce any sort of extra buttons on the back of the controller, which you think would be something that they would bring up as like, look at this fancy new feature of the controller kind of a thing. Right. So they didn't bring that up, but at the same time, they said that they still have more to talk about when it comes to their controller, and they didn't show a picture of the back of it.
1: I was going to say, they're probably just sort of teasing the new look a little bit, right? And then, okay, here's the real, you know, the knockout punch coming next.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Those buttons could still be there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of feel like if they were there, we would have, they would have mentioned it. Like, they would have been like, hey, look, they're here. We'll talk more about them later, you know, because that's what they did with the create button.
1: It Maybe it's like they may have multiple tiers of controllers, because I believe... Doesn't it isn't Xbox has like the Elite controller that has additional kind of behind the the controller buttons?
0: Yes, and that controller is like a hundred and seventy dollars oh, more I, I'm than it's sh- regular. Sure version. it
1: is, yeah. But so maybe they're gonna do sort of a, a the PlayStation DualSense Elite or something like that that has the additional stuff. Maybe. It could be, I don't know. But
0: that's something that we're gonna have to find out in the future. Yes. It's future. What a wonderful thing, Mike. Yeah, well, you know, I look forward to the future and I hope that we'll have more news in the future (laughs) than we will just have. But the funny thing is is that I'm noticing is as this quarantine has been going on, we've been having less and less to talk about every week and the episodes are getting longer and longer. It's just because we enjoy each other's company, Mike. I think that's the case because every time you and I are talking before the show, we're like, oh, man, I got nothing to talk about. I got one thing to talk about. And then we spend like 30 minutes talking about. Nothing that we talked about as the plan for the show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's just a natural chemistry coming through. You know, it's a glimpse into the friendship here.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's hopefully why everybody comes back to the show, to listen to us be fun and friendly friends. Yeah.
1: How many extra sales do you think Jackbox games are making right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious, because like you said, you and I, we played again, uh, what was it, last night? Yeah, last night. Yeah, it was last night. And and you guys bought it. Not the whole package, but one of the, the mini one, games.
0: Yeah, the one game was free and we grabbed that. And that's how we did the games night with my coworkers. And it actually made me want to buy more of the games so that I could play more than just the one game. Because we actually had a work meeting today and it was brought up at the meeting how fun that was and that we need to do it again. Right, yeah. You know, maybe I can't. I got to do some get some more games so that it can't be. You know, oh, let's just do the same thing again and get bored of it really quick.
1: And the nice thing is they're not that expensive. I I think regular sale price are twenty five bucks, but they're always on sale for fifty percent off. Like you could pick up the packs, I think for thirteen or fourteen dollars. Yeah, but now the question is, which
0: version do I get? Because you know, I want to have a nice, a nice group of games.
1: Right, a healthy, healthy mix. I've heard five is very good. I don't own five. I only own one, two, and three. Okay. So don't buy those ones because there's no reason for us to own the same games.
0: It's true. But I mean, if I'm having a party with friends and you're not involved,
1: then what's even the point of having a party, you know? Ah, true. (laughs) Ain't
0: no party like a Chris Blotsky party. (laughs) Yeah. Quiet and subdued. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, IR Radio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips, or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the Dads at part com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at Dads. We'll be back next week with more Nerdy Dad advice for people who are most certainly not able to leave their homes. Until next time, I am Mike. I'm <laughs> Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, sorry. I was losing my voice by the end there. <laughs> Do
1: you ever notice now if you uh, get like even the tiniest little cough, it's like, oh shit, this yep. is it for me now. <laughs> <It's over. laughs> I had a cough this morning. It's like, I need water right now. I got to make sure it's not corona. It's done. I went to the
0: Hasty Market and picked up some bread. They're done. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that that was it. That food we ordered the other day, uh, yeah.